Welcome back, guys, to another spooky season. I'm Andy Alban, and this is our podcast. This is not our typical podcast where we talk about theater history. We're now analyzing our inner, deeper thoughts. So, in our podcast today, we'll be talking about the top 10 scariest horror movies ever made. We'd like to thank Miss... We'd like to thank, not Miss Mojo, but by Watch Mojo, Watch Mojo, for... He's helping us figure out these top 10 scariest horror movies ever. Scary. So I'll be playing the sound in the background there. I can hear it. Welcome to but I'll explain what I'm watching so you guys can understand. We're counting down our picks for the top 10 scariest horror movies. For this list, we'll be looking at traditionally dark horror movies and how terrifying they are. So from here, we're going to just Number talk 10, about like the top the 10. Chainsaw Massacre. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm going to you guys hear it. Gritty and foreboding in every scene. This slasher flick revels in all the violence and gore that it could possibly throw at its loyal audience. Okay, so my opinion on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, I only seen clips of it because it looks terrifying. But I look kind of... I mean, I did see... I think the remake of it. But let's see, continue to carry on. When a group of friends decides to pick up a hitchhiker on their way to a family homestead, they have no way of knowing just how horrible their world is about to become. Here's the short version. Awaiting them with open arms and empty stomachs near their destination is a family of cannibals who use the bones of their victims to furnish their home. Among the most wantonly violent films ever made to this day, if this massacre doesn't chill you to your very core, we don't know what will. Number nine, The Blair. Okay, so I haven't seen it, but I kind of look you want to watch it, so I probably will. Sounds very interesting. So the next one is, which is, this is number nine, The Blair Witch Project, which was made in 1999. I don't want to go cheesy. I want to really avoid any cheese. One of the most successful indie flicks ever. The Blair Witch Project's marketing campaign made it the most talked about movie in America. It was like a woman. Only on her arm and on her hands and everything. It was like hair, like a real dark, almost black hair. The fact that the trailer and pictures that whet the appetite of audiences everywhere gave away virtually nothing about the plot made all of the found footage flicks, twists, and turns entirely shocking. So this basically, this film, the basic, the Blair Witch Hunt is basically who was from something was like a documentary type film. I find those kind of boring. I mean, they look real, but I found them kind of boring because I know they're not real, but they are real, but they find boring. You know, I just find them boring. So let's get Terry on. Its utterly unknown stars allowed us to empathize completely, which made those surprises even more terrifying. While the simple yet horrifying closing seconds ensured this film is one of the scariest of all time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Number eight, Child's Play. I have a bone to pick with this movie. Literally, Chucky is not scary. It is stupid. It's really freaking dull. I don't care if you guys come at me with this, but Chucky is the most dumbest movie there is. 
Like literally, I could go on. I can make a whole video on why Chucky is, or podcast on why Chucky is the bad movies. I don't know how it got so much attention. I think these movies are stupid. Literally, it's a freaking doll that runs around with a knife. You could literally kick it in the face, or burn it in a fire, or run it over. But let's see why is the top ten scariest movies of all time. While on the brink of death, Lakeshore Strangler Charles Lee Ray imbues a child's toy with his soul to ensure that his reign of terror will never end. Children are without a doubt what most people want to protect in this world. So when this film centered itself around the idea of having a ruthless killer cuddle up to an innocent child, it became many adults' worst nightmare. Hi, Mikey. Anchored by the effortlessly creepy voice work of Brad Dourif, any movie that could make children fear the very playthings they adore so much is positive to scare many for years to come. Hello, Andy. Number seven, Paranormal Activity. Okay, so next one is number seven, which is Paranormal Activity. I actually seen this one and I actually find it so funny, but the footage is actually pretty scary. So let's see why. It's like the shadowy just figure that would be at the foot of my bed. And it was always at the foot of my bed. It was never. This, so, so the first one of TV is about this woman who is seeing ghosts or something. And it's literally the most chilling, cunning thing ever. But the funny thing is at the end, I'm just going to spoil it. You've probably already seen it, but I'm going to tell you what happens in the end. At the end of the movie, she literally wakes up and she starts walking out the door. And she comes back in and she slams him out of the side. Funny. Never the foot of her bed, but she did see it. Based principally around home video camera footage of a couple being haunted by supernatural phenomena in their new home, this supernatural horror combined everything that made the Blair Witch Project and the Amityville horror classics of the genre. <laughs> This time, however, the specter doing the haunting is a demon that feeds off of negative energy and has latched itself onto Katie. Seems to me that that's what we're dealing with, something that's basically connected to you. In Paranormal Activity, we get to see the psychological damage that prolonged exposure to a force of pure evil wreaks on a completely typical couple, while getting further thrown for a loop by the many suddenly scary moments played out in front of us, enthralling and unsettling. It's the moments of quiet and static that give the sudden action the ability to scare us to our bones. Mika? Ma'am? She got what? Where's Mika? Put, 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 put that knife down. Put that knife Number six, A Nightmare on Okay, so number six is Nightmare on Elm Street. I actually never seen Nightmare on Elm Street because I'm afraid of Freddy Krueger. But... I'll be willing to watch it with somebody. But I've heard so much about Freddy Krueger. Like, I know who he is. I know what he does. But I haven't had the chance to watch it because I'm too scared to see what happens. So let's see why it's scary. Street. The worst nightmare I ever had. You wouldn't believe it. Matter of fact, I had a bad dream last night myself. I had a hard on this morning when I woke up, Tina. Had your name written all over it. It's a simple fact of life. We all must sleep. Mother? And try as we might, we are incapable of staving off sleep forever. No! 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 
Y, a horribly disfigured man who wants to kill the younger members of our society in grisly fashion while they sleep, is an entirely creepy prospect. This is God. Enraged by his murder at the hands of parents who believed he killed their children, Freddy Krueger managed to stave off the hell he deserved. Despite the later chapters in the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise devolving into over-the-top humor, this first flick is played so seriously that we suggest you don't view it just before bed. Who are you? Oh god, that sounds gross. Okay. Ah, uh, just by looking at like the trailer they showed, ew. I mean, I kind of want to watch it just to get like to get a feeling about it, but I'm watching it alone. So if you guys are listening to this podcast and want to watch Freddy Krueger with me, like, Nightmare on Elm Street with me, hit me up because I kind of look and want to watch it, but I'm kind of scared. So yeah, let's go to our next movie. Ew, it gives me chills. Five, goosebumps. Rosemary's Baby. I actually love this movie. I saw this movie. So the next one is Rosemary's Baby. This one's a good movie. I heard it was so good, and I saw it, and it was like, shut's kiss as everything, as every element. Oh, guy, let's take it, please. That living room could be... Oh, please, let's take it. Okay, darling, we get out of the other lease. She's like, oh, please, darling, we'll take it. Who are finding their way in the world, Rosemary and her husband, Guy, are trying to conceive a baby. We have to make a baby. Oh, well. Well, we'll do it. That is where the resemblance to a typical story ends, as Rosemary soon finds herself the unwilling focus of a strange group of people and their malevolent plans for her child-to-be. This is no dream! This is really happening! The mere idea of something so evil growing inside of you would be blood-curdling to most of us, but when you consider the totally natural love you'd feel for any child you mothered, things become positively chilling. What have you done to him, you maniac? Satan is his father, not Guy. But the thing is, it was such a good movie. Like, the acting is really good. He came up from hell and begat a son of mortal woman. Number four, The Omen. I haven't seen this one. This was called The Omen. It was made in 1976. So let's see what's about. God has given you a son. In this Richard Donner flick, the suspected Antichrist is not in the womb or a crib, but comes in the form of a young and at times innocent looking child. Ready and capable of destroying anyone who stands in his way or displeases him. Oh. So it sounds like Little Evil or like. The Resident or something. I think it's the Resident. I think it's like Little Evil or something. But it sounds like really um scary and like vibey for churchy type. So yeah. Other than that, I feel like it's such a good um, movie to watch. Not portray, but watch. Sounds interesting. Life is surrounded by grief, misery, and death. Wow. Fraught with violent visuals like decapitations and hangings, the omen doesn't pull any punches as it delves into the life of the world's most evil little boy. Oh my god. Performances and incredible suspense make this movie one of the best horror films of all time. Please, Daddy, no! 
I want to watch it. It's called The Omen. I'm going to watch it. Okay, so number three is The Ring from 2002. I saw this one. This one was scary. I got to rewatch it, though, because I forgot. What do you do if your son had seven days until he dies in horrendous fashion? And what if your son's fate is tied to your fate? These are the questions that this remake of the 1998 Japanese film of the same name attempts to answer in the most unnerving way possible. Fueled by amazing sound design and a gripping score, every moment of the ring will have you recoiling in terror. No need for loads of gore here. With just lots of disturbing visuals, the use of psychological horror, and a haunting vibe, it's no wonder the movie was both a critical and commercial smash. Number two, Alien. Okay, so the next movie is called Alien 1979. I have not seen this one. But yeah, I'm going to see. I'm going to watch The Omen. I think that sounds interesting. And I'm going to watch The Ring again. Oh my god, this looks terrifying. I got scared. I thought it paused. Despite the science fiction elements oh, of the story, I got chills again. I got goosebumps. Yes, Alien see. is in fact also a horror film. <laughs> Being stuck inside an environment you can't escape with a mindless creature who only wants to kill you is a creepy idea to be sure. <laughs> I know, man. I don't want to talk. I want to say no. I'm eating this. <laughs> Combine that with the fact that even the calm of an innocent dinner scene is the setting for unparalleled alarming moments. Like this movie's unforgettable chest burst, and it becomes clear that Ridley Scott's space adventure doesn't only grab you by the neck. It also never lets you go again. Oh my god, that's terrifying. I don't know if I can watch that. Before we reveal our top pick, here are a few So here's mentions. like the honorable mention, which is The Descent from 2005. I think this is the first horror movie I've seen. The Grudge. I saw that one. That one was pretty good. <laughs> Halloween, 1978, classic, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> the Conjuring, 2013. The Strangers, 2008. I haven't seen this one. Number one. The Exorcist. This movie was scary, but funny. What is it about a child and demons that has so enthralled filmmakers over the years? In this case, we're introduced to Reagan, a friendly 12-year-old girl who becomes possessed by a demon after playing with a Ouija board. Captain Howdy, do you think my mom's pretty? Captain Howdy? 
Captain, that isn't very nice. A terrific and refreshing concept for a horror film got taken to the next level by William Peter Blatty's exceptional screenplay and the amazing direction of William Friedkin in The Exorcist. I thought it was so funny, but this is so long. Unflinching and truly scary. This is what we'll always imagine an actual possession would look and feel like. Do you know what she did? Forcing us to imagine how helpless we'd feel if ever this happened to our loved ones, then compounding that with moments like when the demon tells the priest about his mother's fate in hell. Your mother sucks cocks in hell, Paris, you faithless was funny. This is as scary as scary gets, and undoubtedly a horror classic. How long are you planning to stay in, Reagan? Until she rots and lies stinking in the earth. Do you agree with our list? Which horror movie do you think is the scariest? For more film... Okay, so guys, that literally concludes my, like, podcast, literally. But we're gonna continue on. We're gonna do... Because, literally, I feel like The Exorcist is the kind of scariest one. Okay, so this one's top 10 movies you shouldn't watch alone. Continue on to our spooky season podcast. We're gonna watch another from Mo um, Watch Mojo because they have really good fun content. And we're gonna just see this other top 10 scary movies you should not watch alone. Jeepers Creepers. I love that movie. Bring yourself to get up and turn on the lights. It is terrifying. The descent. I think I saw the descent when I was let younger. Let go of your pillow. Uh -oh. We stay here until I fall asleep. No, just us. Okay, that's scary. Sinister. <gasps> Welcome to WatchMojo.com, and today we count down our picks for another top ten movies you shouldn't watch alone. Then I'll puff, and I'll puff. For this list, much like the first one, we'll be ranking all the films that give you the sense of helplessness and eeriness. You know, that creepy feeling you can't shake as if someone is right behind you. Insidious was good. Number 10. Halloween top 10. That's like the best. Masked serial killing became a popular symbol of horror with this film. Which spawned an Yeah, so now we're going on to like the whole Halloween spirit of the movie. We're gonna talk about the top ten top ten most scary movies you shouldn't watch alone. So the first one was Halloween. I feel like you can watch Halloween alone. I mean can you? Immensely successful series I don't think of so. sequels. I'll probably pee myself, which I seen it. Oh my god. It gives me chills. When a six-year-old boy stabs his older sister to death on a fateful Halloween night, he consequently finds himself confined to a mental institution for the next 15 years. Michael! Upon his escape, the deranged murderer haunts the streets of his hometown to stalk and kill a number of yeah. victims with his signature kitchen knife. Bye, Jason. If you watch this one alone, be sure to keep the lights on. Suspense had a new name after this film, and its name was Michael Myers. Oh, God! Oh, help! help me, please! Number nine. The, the Shining. Shining was not scary. Oh, my like God. It? I mean, it had a moment. 
horror greater than the one that originates in your own family. But I didn't think it was scary. I'm home. Jack Torrance arrives at the Overlook Hotel with his wife and son to begin his job as the hotel's caretaker. I must be losing my mind. But soon, strange happenings begin to take place within the halls of the inn and within Jack's mind. <laughs> I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna I think it was scary at all. Originally welcoming the solitude as a way to break his writer's block, Jack is slowly driven mad. Like, I don't think it was scary at all. To be honest, I think it was like really well this put classic Stanley Kubrick adaptation is filled with moments that have become a part of pop culture. Here's Johnny. Number eight, the descent. I think I've seen the descent. I'm not sure. When I feel like I've seen it. Underground cave with no signs of escape. Just assume you're not alone. I feel like I've seen this movie. I'm just not sure if I have, like, officially seen it. women meet up to go on an epic caving trip. An inconvenient accident leaves them all confined to a rocky prison. The worst of it isn't evident until they discover what appear to be flesh-eating humanoid creatures down there with them. These inhabitants have adapted to life underground, and, though they can't actually see, strike without thinking. Forcing the travelers to descend to their most primal instinct to survive the hellish cave. I think I've seen this before. I'm not really sure. I got. I think so. But it looks Number terrifying. Seven. Drag me to hell was actually the most disturbing movie that I've ever seen. This movie reminds us to always be mindful of the ones we do wrong. Christine's picture-perfect life is disrupted by a desperate elderly lady who needs an extension on her home loan. Soon it will be you who comes begging to me. When Christine denies her in hopes of impressing her boss, the old woman hexes her with a curse that will torment her mercilessly before damning her to an eternity in hell. I'm scared. Sending the next three days of her life dealing with evil spirits and trying to ward off the curse for good, she faces such terrifying demonic depictions in the mortal world, we shudder to think what awaits her on the other side. Number six, Evil Dead. I haven't seen I don't Evil know Dead. What is wrong with you people? But there is something dead, and it reeks. Possessions are no joke, especially when it happens to nearly everyone in your group. In this reboot of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead series, five friends gather in a cabin in the woods in order to help one of their friends through a difficult drug rehabilitation. I read a passage from that book. Of course, there's something some about five friends in a cabin and they do some dumb shit. And at least something oh, typical. Discovering a book of evil spells, they inadvertently summon a demon that begins to possess each of them one by one. The remaining non-possessed members see no other way to survive than to kill each subsequent possessed member until only one survives. Actually, maybe it's better to watch this one by yourself. I will feast on your soul. Number five. I think I've seen this make sense. I'm not sure if I have seen it, but I think I've seen it. The souls of the dead sometimes have unfinished business that keeps them from passing on, and it just so happens that nine-year-old Cole is their means of passage. I don't see anything. Are you sure they're there? Child psychologist Malcolm Crow is tasked with relieving the young boy of his frightening visits, but in the end, uncovers some very unsettling truths about his own life. They don't know they're dead. 
the concept of being tormented by restless souls is scary enough, but focusing on a child as the subject for such terror adds a whole other spine-tingling level. I think I might know. Wait, I don't think I've seen away. the Sixth Sense though, but I feel like I have, and um, listen to them. It's just like I Plus, feel like I've seen it, M. but I'm not Shaman. sure if I've seen it or not. So if you think you can handle a twist ending with no one to keep you company, that's your problem. Ew. Number four, hide and seek. I haven't heard of this one. Hide and seek from Jazz and Five. Hide and seek. There comes a time in a person's life when you may need a fresh start. After his wife's untimely death, this father felt a change of scene was necessary for him and his daughter Emily. I say, well, this is my daughter Emily. This is Sheriff Hafferty. To cope with all the sudden upheaval in her life, the young Emily develops an imaginary friend named Charlie who may not actually be so friendly. What did you do? I didn't do anything! Who did it? Who did it then? Oh, Don't say Charlie! I'm telling you! The apparition only seems to present itself to Emily, but he bears a resentment towards anyone that comes close to her. Who is Charlie? Where is he? Let's just say that if you watch this one alone, the more paranoid among us might start to question if we truly are alone. I didn't think. <laughs> Number three, Sinister. Okay, I've seen Sinister three times already, and it's just probably the most scariest movies and really going you shouldn't watch alone. Nothing screams horror like a house haunted by evil spirits. Struggling true crime writer Ellison Oswald thinks he's found a big break upon the discovery of an unsolved family murder case. Hoping to get closer to the answer, he moves with his family into the house of the murdered family. Ellison, we didn't move in a few houses down from a crime scene again, did we? Tracy. No, just... Don't say anything. I, if we did, I don't want to know about it. In the attic one day, he finds film reels depicting the murders of several families and soon realizes he's in way over his head. <laughs> the thing that remains constant with each film is the demonic figure present in each shot, who has now sought out the Oswald family to make sure they suffer the same fate. Number two, Insidious. Insidious was good. I like this movie. Nothing gets in between two parents and the well-being of their child. This Not is my favorite. Like four movies is Insidious. Using him as a vessel to the real world, Dalton has inherited the ability to leave his body and travel to the realm of the undying. And the problem is that with his astral body gone, he's just left us with a physical body, an empty vessel. When he gets trapped and is unable to find his way back, evil spirits begin using his consciousness to wreak havoc on the Lambert family. But there are other entities who are malevolent and have a more insidious agenda. With supernatural scares aplenty, even dedicated horror fans will have trouble turning the lights off after watching this, especially if they watch it by themselves. Before we unveil our top pick, here are a few honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Annabelle, really? We learned from her that the doll was I mean, Annabelle was scary. It was against. just like she had lost her parents and I don't think that's scary. That's like, I mean, she wanted was to be friends. Unless you were full of dolls. Silent House. I heard that was scary.
that you know I would die because I talk way too much. It follows. I heard it was scary. Dead silence. Again, I would die because I can't keep quiet. Honestly, well, like a zombie film. I think, which I think it is. Number one, the Baba Duke. The Baba Duke. Still believe in monsters. I hate you. Have you ever heard the story of the Baba Duke? Well, neither had this troubled single mother. And upon reading the cursed book to her son, she unleashed its hellish torment onto both their lives. What do you want? The son's overactive imagination leads the mother to initially believe the Babadook exists. And it's getting worse. He's becoming aggressive. However, she believes its incessant stalking causes the family to experience increasing psychological trauma. One cannot escape the Babadook once a person becomes aware of his existence. The film gets its notoriety from the lack of conventional jump scares and the masterful employment of raw horror elements. Exactly the kind of movie you should watch in a big group, with the lights on and the basement door locked. If you touch my son again, I'll kill you! I saw this with Melanie, my cousin, and we thought it was funny, so, but we couldn't sleep off the words. But yeah. What movie made you go to sleep with the nightlight on? Baba Duke. But literally, I feel like it went crazy. And so our podcast is about Hit Max Records, so 30 Minutes Max. So thank you guys so much for watching. Have a great spooky season. And don't forget to stay spooky, stay awesome.